You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411. And today we're talking about the best of 2019. Or the worst. I guess we should have said the most memorable. Yeah. You know what we meant, though, because you guys gave us answers to all of it. Exactly. And what your hopes are for 2020. It's going to be a good year. I have a feeling. We're going to bring it all together. Let's hope so, because <laughs> there are some loose ends that we need tied up. Just a couple. Yes. So we're going to get started on Instagram. Tabby and Sam 9 was the first one to comment, and so sweet. I need some time to think I'll get back to you. <laughs> and sure enough, you did. A couple days later and said, I've given this a lot of thought and I really can't pick a favorite thing out of the whole year, especially since I took one or two short hiatuses. I want to know which parts you missed. Yes. Because, I mean, and we've done it too. I mean, there's oh. sometimes that, you know, there were years where we didn't watch just because life and exactly. we didn't have DVRs and sometimes the VCR tape ran home. <laughs> That was always the worst. When mm-hmm. you set it up and then you come home and it's fully rewound, you're like, oh, no. Or you're trying to set it up Sunday night and your mom's like, no, you can't record over that. And you're like, there's no more blank tapes, yep. please. And they're like, $5 each. <laughs> exactly. Too um, expensive. I'm not running out of the store to get you a tape now. Exactly. I need it. Man, these kids are spoiled. They are. They're so spoiled. They have no idea. About they, having to time a bathroom break right in time for a commercial. Or even what commercials are. I really don't know how most kids even know what the new hot toys are. I know. Because you don't watch commercials. Right. I've watched a few things on live TV recently, and I don't even know what the commercial's for. That's how out of touch I am. Oh, and nothing makes sense anymore. Yep. Like, there's flying people, and they're like, buy this new car. What did one have to do with the other? It's not really a commercial. No, there is. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't even know what it's cards for. And my undergrads yeah. in marketing, so you'd think that I would have paid 
Yeah, exactly. I graduated right before social media. (laughs) Thanks. Anyway, back to Tabby and CM9. However, I think the thing that sticks out the most in my mind is Oscar's death. That was Mm. so sad. I thought that the storyline was very well done. Absolutely agree. Yes. You know, we talked a lot about that. It's a shame that the writers ruined it by having Kim lose her mind. Mm -hmm. And I think what she means there is by having her you know, essentially rape or attempt to rape Joe. Yes, there's a couple other people that mentioned turning Kim into a predator was not the way to change the storyline. And I 100% agree. That was so out of character. It was, you know, and grieving parents, and we've talked about this, can't even imagine. And if that would have been what threw her into needing to go to Shady Brook or something, then you could at least justify it. You definitely, the loss of a child would cause a mental break. But then you go get help. The next day she was like, sorry about that. And right. And it moved on. They really, yeah, so many things. And to be honest, though, I mean, I feel like that could be a potentially, I don't think that her wanting another baby. No, I don't with think that man. Exactly. I don't is, think trying to get pregnant or I don't like to use the word trapping, but saying, you know, they planned a dinner. They had too much alcohol. Things happen. I don't think that that line of scheming would be unrealistic to think when you're in that moment that that's going to be the solve all i know that you don't mean scheming in the nasty way right i know exactly right i know what amanda's saying sometimes (laughs) no it happens though sometimes we say things that we know that each other get yes yes it sometimes don't come out right to the audience just being caught up in her grief and that that's the way that the storyline would have gone almost out of touch with reality yes you know and so again don't want to use the word delusional but Kind of, yes, you know, exactly. A state of shock, just she just wants to feel better and will do anything. But having her go as far as drugging him, mm-hmm. that's well, premeditated, yeah, exactly. I don't think that most people would go that far, and if they did, I definitely think that would be the catalyst to throw you into right, Shady Brook. Yes, I mean, having her get completely drunk crying to Drew, I just want another baby, or you know, something yes. like that. Like, that's... Right. That's grief. Yes. But, yeah, having her do the premeditated, of sound mind, getting a drug to right. do it is not... Right. That's beyond hoping that something might happen. Like And we know that you can't replace kids. Right. Absolutely not. Oh, and no, Kim no, no. knows that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, it was totally... The grief that that was coming from was 100% real, mm-hmm. and they played that correctly. The way that they went with the rest of the storyline was a disservice to her and especially where we already know what Tamarabon can do exactly and, and I've read that so many times so well yes but they build it up so well to have it end like that was disappointing and it kind of does a disservice to anyone who has lost a child because right. that's not we've talked about it many times people grieve in their own ways but that's not how the majority of people are handling the grief or yeah. we would see a lot more 2020s about it but there was um, an article that SoapNet, SoapCentral.com did, and it was the best and the worst of the year. Oh. And Kim Nero was on the worst. Yeah. And they're like, it wasn't her. It's what they did to her, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. And they shouldn't have had her end like that. If she was ready to leave, they could have had her just need to go off. And, you know, and again, it makes sense that you wouldn't want to be in the town that your child passed away in. Mm-hmm. And start over somewhere else so she could come back on a good note if she wanted to or if the storyline right. wants her to. Now, if she ever does come back, you're still going to have that nasty taste in your mouth of yeah, she was trying to drug someone. Right. And she slept with Elizabeth's husband. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they so. just totally ruined her. They did. 
Mm. So we're with you. Yes. And for 2020, I would like more than anything for Michael to get his baby back and find out that her willow, that her baby died. And I think that is the number one request for 2020. I'm not ready for Willow to find out that her baby I'm died. I'm not either. Even though I'm ready for Michael to find out that Wiley is his. And yeah. I know they have to go together, but she's going to be so devastated. Yeah. Do you think that when he finds out, he'll tell Chase first? I hope I so. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I wouldn't want to be Chase either to have to tell her, though. Yeah. Maybe but they'll do it together. I'll just come out and I'll be there. Ugh. Which will be awful, but, but still. It's like a Band-Aid. Rip it off and get it done. Mm-mm. I don't want those scenes. We need it to happen. <laughs> yes. Along with that, I want to see Brad and Nell in prison unless they meet with an unfortunate accident before they get there. Ah, that would be fun. And also, another one of the, th- the bad storylines, co-ed presence in General Hospital <laughs> is one of the worst things of the year because they're like, that's not how it happens. Right. Okay, Jacqueline Toronto. Most heartbreaking when Lila and Edward Quartermain came for Oscar. That was so good. I cried. That was so good. I cried. Also, when Ava found out Kiki died, was most heartbreaking. Was that this year? That was the end of eight. That was the end of eighteen. She died, but Ava had her a lot of her grief this year. And right, Mm -hmm. I mean, Mara brought it this year. Oh my god, she killed it. Don't know how she didn't win last year. Still mad about that. And to see Sonny and Mike take two, two steps back and forget him. That was sad. Yeah, that was. That's very sad. I, those scenes make me sad. Yeah. And then just more people saying the Nell Michael Brad story coming out before 2021. <laughs> Debbie Cusio, all of it was great. Getting Franco back was good. Now we need Sam out of jail. Hey, we got that for Christmas. Yes, exactly. So she answered this before the Christmas episode. Right. Michael to get his son and Nicholas to be on the good side. Uh-huh. I don't think that Nicholas is ever going to be on the good side. But Joanne Krieger says, oh, please, finally let Michael know about his son. Yeah, it's about time. Mm -hmm. That's that's all anyone wants. BM Club Dr. Tony Jones coming back. Uh, More Tony, please. That was great. uh, Lucas is going to need him when he finds out. Oh, my gosh. Why aren't they using him now while Lucas is in the coma to be talking to him? I don't know. Tell tell him. Guys. Please. We need Tony to be talking to Lucas's subconscious while he's in the coma. Yes. So, come on. That would be so Please good. do it. That is, I'm doing my early 2020 wish. There you go. That's my early 2020 wish. Okay. Lori253 says, also a wedding renewal for Sam and Jason. Aren't they divorced though? So it would be a, another new, wedding. A whole new wedding. See, I don't really agree with that one. As much as I love seeing all of the weddings... I feel like they've gotten married and divorced so many times that they just need something simple. And maybe that's what she means by renewal, Mm because that's usually more simply stated. Yeah. So it would be a wedding, but very simply done, because they don't need a whole big hoopla again. And them and the kids. Yeah. Scout in a cute little dress. Aw. That would be cute. That would be cute. And she also mentioned bringing back Tyler as Nicholas. And I actually have a thought about that. I'm wondering if he was set to come back, but then he's been... He's gotten himself into some trouble lately, so I wonder if oh that could be he made himself because unavailable. of those things because unavailable, yeah. and that's what led to because I was even getting the impression from things that he has been posting oh, that he was coming. Okay, I, that, and this is pure conjecture, like this right. is just me. But after his most recent arrest, I was like, maybe that's why he that wound up not coming sense. back. Yeah, so. We just need to give Marcus Coloma some grace and just hope that he goes back to being the good or get him 
to be good. And on the line with Jason and Sam, multiple people saying, you know, a wedding, a baby, lots of baby girls. So I don't know. They already have three kids between the two of them and they don't get very much quality Maybe that's what they want a girl though, two and two. Maybe. I think they need to focus on the kids that they have before they have another one. Especially after Sam being in jail, those kids need some yes, mommy such recovery a time. Good come home though. That was a good come home. Come home. <laughs> Homecoming. <laughs> come home. Such a good come home. Homecoming. Okay, I don't know how to say this person's username. I S M R N J. Nurses Ball is my favorite of the year. I wish karaoke would come back to the floating rib. I totally agree with that. That They should have like a standing mm-hmm. Friday karaoke. Yep. They should do that for Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is on a Friday this year. Ooh. They should have a big karaoke Valentine's Day party where all the single people can go and sing their little hearts out. That would be so good. That'd be great. Kathy underscore with Eck. My favorite was when cult leader Shiloh was caught my wish for 2020 is for Peter August to be exposed. Yes. For Drew to be alive and come home and for Jonah to be given to Michael. So the Peter August thing, though, mm-hmm. was also mentioned on some of the worst things that happened this year. And also with Julian, for both characters, it was mentioned everything that we say. They both did such a good job coming and actually building themselves as good people yes. in the community that this is just dumb for them to be. It is. Especially where everyone knew everything that they did. Right. So like it wasn't going to be a shock to anyone that Peter was there through all of the stuff. Exactly. They knew it. Mm -hmm. So why are we having him? But maybe (sighs) this is him turning a corner because he did let the procedure go through with Franco. Yes. And called the gunman off and even ended up killing him. Yes. So maybe that was his turning the corner and he's going to be good now. I hope. Because Maxie deserves to be happy. She does. And now that she's introduced James to him and they're living together. Yes. Let's not break that poor baby's heart. He already lost his dad. Come right. on. Sarah Butang, I think the storyline concerning Drew's death was kind of weird because there was no funeral. Nobody told Scout her father was dead. It just was kind of like he was gone and that was that. Yep. <clears throat> Why well, didn't we have a memorial for him? I think they're still hoping that he'll come back. He's still presumed dead. When Liz told Franco yeah. the other day about it, she said presumed dead. But there still should be some kind of service. I mean, they always do candlelight vigils. Maybe. You know, I don't know. She goes on to say, I get that Billy Miller wanted to go back to days, but I'm truly hoping they'll bring the storyline back. And even though I'm glad Nicholas is back, he is way too young considering that they were placed the original Nicholas with an older man before he was shot by Valentine. That's true, except for Mark. We talked about this the week that Marcus came on scene. He's actually the same age as Nicholas Cassidy. Yes, because that was my first reaction, 100%. He looks really... I want to know what skin products he Well, I even said... (laughs) I I thought that they aged Spencer. That's how young he looks, is that I thought they had aged and recast Spencer. Yes. But thankfully, it's Nicholas. It is. But... And the actor is, what do we say, 36, 38? No, he's 42. Or he's 42 or 41, and so is Nicholas. Oh, is he? He's, yeah. He's, oh, I didn't realize he's he was seriously that the old. same age. I yeah. thought that the old Nicholas was 41 and no, the he's new 47. One was 30. Wow. Okay. So he's actually the same age. And this is what you were talking about with the he doesn't look old enough to be right. with Ava because we were totally on board with Ava and Nicholas, period. Yes. You know, 
but because he looks so much younger to the point where we thought he was Spencer aged. Yeah. Right. No, they did a good job casting. The ages are correct. He just, he does. Yeah. I'm going to make a list of which actors and actresses I need their skincare product names because seriously, he looks amazing. Yep. All right. So then on Twitter, first of all, I just love this person's name. Nettie is a frizzy. (laughs) Without a doubt, the frizz reunion last week as well as their beautiful wedding reception. The worst part of the year was the drooing, which I like that. Drooing. Because that kind of explains the whole thing. And Kim becoming a predator, which we just talked about. Yes. And also her love for Ava, Trina relationship, and her hope is for 2020, more frizz and frizz fam happiness, a frizz baby, and for Cam and Trina to become the awesome couple I know they could be. I don't know if I'm ready for a frizz baby. I don't think so either. I think it's kind of up there with someone mentioned her kids are never even, Oh, it was seriously just go on soapcentral.com and read like (laughs) their stuff. They have really good writers. Someone mentioned her kids are never even home at the same time. No, they're not. So, I mean, that's child labor laws and you know, those kids, they're kid actors. Right. So she works a lot. She does. And she does frequently say they're with her gram. Yes, which is fine, but I just don't know. I don't know that Graham can take care of another baby. I mean, a baby is a lot harder to take care of yeah. than, I don't know what grade Aiden's in. Second? Second? That's what I was going to say. Second or third. So, yeah, a new baby is a lot more work than a second or third grader. So I don't know that Graham can take care of that. Yeah. That would be where the daycare center would need to come in yep. to play even more. And as we found <clears throat> out, it's the Tanya Jones daycare center. Which is so cute. Because Amanda got an awesome book. <laughs> Christmas. That was a good Christmas present. We're going to have to do a 411 on that. We will. Okay. I like, it says LB, but her thing says at pigs walk upright. Okay. That's very creative. Honestly, my favorite part was just recently Sunny Sunny taking Avery to visit Ava in the hospital and telling her to take care of herself. Both of them can be so petty. It was nice to see a nice family moment. And we did talk about that whenever that happened. Yes. Not only was that a good family moment, but it was a good mental health moment and teaching Avery that we all have to stick together in the hard times. And it was a mature family decision. It was. That that was a really good. Melissa Steed said a lot of the same things, you know, about, oh, one of her favorites was the Ryan story. And then other things that we've talked about with Nicholas and Hayden. And she wants Franco to adopt Cam. That's a good idea. I think that's amazing. I had not thought of that. And I think that would be, I think it would be great if Cam asked him to adopt him. Yes. I don't know when that would happen. I don't either because he's 16, but still, yeah, you can still, that would be really cute. No, I'm trying to think in the storyline where I'm going to have to wait till next Christmas for that. Like is it Christmas? Hmm. Maybe Father's Day. That would be a cute Father's Day. That would be a good Father's Day. That would be great because he doesn't even have Xander's last name. He has Elizabeth. So, right. That would be so cute. Thank you for bringing that that thought into our lives, Melissa Steed. Don't you hate when you're listening to a great podcast and suddenly you're interrupted by an ad? I know. Thank goodness Stitcher lets us listen to our favorite podcasts like Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, My Favorite Murder, and many more ad-free for only $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year. Go to stitcher.com slash premium to sign up today. Use promo code PEER54 for one month free on us. Rose says Trina needs to be the granddaughter of Claudia and Brian Phillips, one of the twins, Francine's daughter, not Donna's kid. Bianca available, bring back Claudia, Lauren's, Laura's friend. 
So she's gone way back. She's gone totally old school, <laughs> and that'd be great. That would be great. I don't really have anything else to say about that because, I mean, I think it's a great storyline, and I think that this is one of the listeners that has a page or a thread completely dedicated to this thought. So it's, what's her? Rose at Rose Kelly PC. So follow at Rose Kelly PC. But I, I love that idea. Yeah. We need to bring, bring back, back the old, the, mm-hmm. the previous it's the old school storyline yes you assume that all these people have lived in this town forever i mean like elizabeth has her grandma and right like the hardys started the storyline so why wouldn't all the rest of those families still be around and have grandchildren and cousins and nieces and all of that it should totally tie together i like the new people but the old storylines are really what holds it together and she makes another comment that says i came back for laura slash genie i always do However, when she's not on much and doesn't have a story, you start wondering, is it plot driven? We used to know the characters. Now we can only name stuff that happened to them. That doesn't make you bond or feel connected. Yeah. And I agree. Like, like we're connected to Laura because we are from the time where she did have storylines. Yeah. If you're just starting to watch it, you're not going to feel a bond with Laura. No. At all. Mm-hmm. And that's really, that's a really good point. Because it is. I feel like she always had a good family bond. Yes. Even when it was just her and Luke, she was really connected to Leslie. And, yep. you know, then whenever the whole uh, Mary Mae Ward storyline was going on, she was really invested in them and their family. And, you know, Lucky was younger then and stuff. Now... You don't see her except for kind of pat the grandkids on the head and that's it. And she's a great mayor, but she's not. Right. And she's more involved with Charlotte than she is with Rocco, which doesn't make any sense to me because she can't stand Valentine. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Maybe. I mean, I get him trying to be a buffer, but yeah, we should spend some time with Rocco too. That's your grandkid also. Yes. So yeah, I agree. Bring back Laura's personality. Like what gives her heart. Yes why Jeannie Francis is such right a staple to the whole show uh, yeah I'm like I can't even find the right word to describe her I mean she's she's an icon yes you know and right now if you only just started watching the show even in the past 10 years you don't know why right right unless you listen to our show (laughs) (laughs) and we tell you why because we (laughs) talked talked all about the Webbers and the Baldwins at the beginning of and Luke and Laura's wedding and between those three you should know everything we do need to do Laura will be a month. Oh, yeah. Laura will be totally be like a four-part series. So Soap Fairy said, hopes for 2020, bring Hayden back. Yeah, that was really short. The end of the Wiley story, a good murder mystery. Yes. Yeah. And not like the text message killer. No. Tracy taking over ELQ. I don't know, though, because... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Michael's doing well, and Michael's doing well asking for help. Like, yeah. He had an issue a couple weeks ago, and he was like, hey, Ned, help me out. Right. I feel like Tracy will just run everything without asking for any other family involvement, which is not what that company is supposed to be about. Yeah. Nicholas, Ava pairing the end of Valentina, Nina. Think that's happening soon. I hope so. For his baby, Julian and Brooklyn hook up. No. (laughs) And we are allowed to have our opinions, but my favorite part. And if the gods are feeling good, bring back a dark and brooding Dante to rival Sonny's business. 
That would be good. That would be good, but I like to comment the uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, So do you want to read the response then? <laughs> sure. No, the response was from Amber Moss, and she says, oh, you mean the coffee business? What, is he going to start a rival coffee shop across town? Sunny's gone soft and boring. I kind of do agree there. She says, yeah. I love Sunny. All caps. So she's not bashing Sunny. Love Sunny. I miss the mobster side of Sunny. Dante or not, just bring back the mob. And I agree. That yeah. had a whole storylines were just a little bit darker and a little bit deeper when the mob was involved in them and that was so much of Sunny. I understand not having it be as I know gross is the wrong word here but like when he was doing the strip club and you weren't right. sure if he was involved in drugs right he said forever he is not he's never been but there was a time when you weren't quite sure right what all he was running and doing I don't mean make him like that because now he is a family man and that just doesn't feel it doesn't feel like you would have Christina and then the godfather was a family man Maybe I don't. Marlon I mean, Brando, yeah, but still, it just doesn't. It, I me, know what you mean. That, yeah, yeah, it would not feel appropriate to have Christina and Jocelyn and Avery and Donna and be like, "Oh, this is my strip club over here." That just doesn't right. feel like something. Right, right, right. Not saying that there's anything wrong with any of that, but just the way that Sonny's. Well, he's been around for 25 years. He's matured. Mm-hmm. Make exactly. him a mature mobster. Exactly. So. But yeah, those storylines would be good. And I, I like I like the way that Amber wrote that of oh, Mina No, it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> because well, talking about the Dante thing, I think it was also on soapcentral.com. One of the writers said, seriously, either recast him or stop talking about him. Yes. Or Dante. Because seriously, if if Dom's not coming back, right. You know, and do what we've done with Lucky, you know, and we've not always been happy with the recasts of Lucky. I mean, Greg Vaughn did do a good job. Mm-hmm. But he's not Jonathan Jackson. But we he did a good like job. Change. <laughs> you don't like change. I just didn't like. <laughs> I we just really like Jonathan Jackson. Oh yeah, but they gotta do something with. They do. They do. I feel like with both of them, they're not talking about them at the appropriate times. It doesn't feel like either one of them would completely abandon their kids. Right. So there should have been mention of, oh, Rocco, you got a card from your dad with a, I don't know, ten bucks in it. Whatever. I don't right. know what. I don't know what shopping Dante can get done. But even just a card, here you go, I thought of you, and there should be more FaceTime between Lucky and his kids, and that kind of mention, that makes sense. Agreed, that they just need to recast or be, or just have him be, pop in be like Lucky, and yeah. just have him occasionally take Rocco to Ireland. Which is also weird, but okay. Bob, a mystery, says, have to admit, hashtag GH has had many favorite moments, and while I'm a fan of, while I'm a Fritz fan, there is Fana and... You <laughs> say these names. Skava. Skava? Scotty and Ava. Oh, no, I don't like Scotty and Ava together. That's why. Oh, I, I think they're interesting. No, no, I don't like them together. Anyway, all the favorite moments seem to connect to Fritz. Scotty and his involvement with the family, the reception, the boys' love for their stepdad, and the great Christmas carol. And for 2020, she wants some permanent pairs. Yes. I do like her mentioning Scotty, not with Ava. I don't like that pairing, but just how much he's trying to be involved for Franco and how he was really there for Liz and the boys Mm -hmm. through all of that. Right. And that was the first time that we've really seen Scotty be anything other than an attorney. Well, because I mean, he has Serena, but even still, you never see That's another lost character. (laughs) She's in the black hole. (laughs) Yes. But no, normally you only see him handling a court case and that's it. And so it was nice to see the family side, mm-hmm. even though he was a little misled this year with marriage proposals to random. But it was a good year for Scotty. It was. It showed his his personality more, his character. I like that. And then Extra Cat, best for his wedding reception and Christmas reunion. Everything Liesl, which yes. we love her. Ava, worst, Kim turning into a predator in the cult. 
Hopes for 2020, Frizz Baby Girl, Hayden Returns, Les Carson and Jay Sam. A great Frizz story where they work together to face a problem. That's not a bad idea because yeah. they work well together. Yeah. Know? Through the whole Harvey thing, mm-hmm. they worked very well together. Yeah. And then there's a couple Facebook groups we're in. In the Loving General Hospital, spoilers and more. Evelyn Francisco, I liked Ava acting and Sunny, father of the best to me. So many people want Michael to have his baby back. We know. I want my baby back, baby. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Candace Rogers, best was Franco coming back. Anthony Gamble, Sunny and Carly welcoming baby Donna into the world. Oscar's death, Shiloh's fate. Mike and Yvonne's wedding. Ava's grief of Kiki and Franco's memories transferred to Drew. And Nancy Joe said the best were the two last episodes leading to Oscar's death. Worst was the DOD and... Drew Co. Frukenstein. <laughs> I loved that. Drew Co. Frukenstein. <laughs> I wish that we had, because we've just been saying Dranko. Yes. And Kim. Missed opportunity with was Drew. No memorial, no nothing. Yeah. And more quarter mains, please. Because we don't really have. But not in that new house, because I can't take it. <laughs> and Lorraine Fernandez. My favorite is when Nick returned and hoping Michael gets his son back for 2020. And just thank you to Donna LaBerge, Sarah Lee, Sue Zachman, Lynn Rolden, Fran Humphreys for all participating. Because pretty much all of you said Michael. Yep. And then in the Stone Cold and Jackal supporters group, Pam Nielsen. Favorite part was when Sam and Jason finally got together for 2020. I would like to see storylines with Jason and Sam being together as a family. Yes. Everyone wants more of the kids. Everyone wants these people to start acting like families. Yeah. And... Adventures they can work on together as a couple. Yes. There could have been several storylines explored about their trauma and how it affected their mental health. But on a happy note, having a baby with a boringly normal pregnancy and Jason being able to be there for Sam. I'm still not ready for them to have a baby, but when they do, I hope it is very uneventful. And our personal favorite, (laughs) best of 2019, Ava stabbing Ryan was awesome. Jason throwing Shiloh down the stairs and choking him outside of Kelly's was awesome. My hopes for 2020. I'd love for Tony to make a tiny visit. And then she has in parentheses Luke. So does she mean Tony Geary? Yes. Okay. I first read that as Tony. Like we just had. Mostly I want GH to thrive and stay on the air. And so we read this out of order because our favorite line is I want Sunny to get a mastectomy. (laughs) Which is brilliant and totally necessary because seriously... (laughs) How many more kids do we need? Well, and it's funny because on Bradford and Steve's podcast, Steve talks about that a lot. (laughs) He's like, how does Sonny keep having kids? Men can do that for quite some time. They really can. He's all set. But with it was just so funny. I love that that she said it. And with Sonny being mad at Carly because of keeping Jax's secret, it would be the perfect time for him to go out and have an affair and then would end up with another baby. So let's get that handled. Because every time he cheats, he makes a baby. Yeah, let's not have that happen. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So that's it from our followers. Yes. I love that everyone was so interactive, though. I love I know. hearing from everyone. And there were some really creative ones. Yeah. Like bringing people back from way back. Do we want to talk about our hopes for? Sure. Or what are? Okay, so what's your best 2019? I think the Oscar storyline, which I know everyone has said, but just that acting was amazing. Mm-hmm. I am so impressed with the way that everyone yes. did all of the scenes, but especially Oscar, knowing obviously that he's a younger actor, mm-hmm. to be able to pull all that off, I, I was impressed. So that's that. Do you want to go with yours? And then I like Violet. <laughs> She's just so cute. And you love Finn. 
Is that really even a storyline? Thank God his baby. She, she didn't even say. <laughs> Thank God his kid. But she didn't even say that. That wasn't even your comment. Your comment was so my violence. Yeah, just violent. Like, she exists. The fact that that girl exists <laughs> in this world gives me hope. <laughs> but I did. I I like that. You, you know. See, I didn't. See, I don't like that storyline. I like. I don't seeing, like that she's aged, but she's adorable. So I like seeing Finn with his daughter, and Violet's just adorable. So sure, but I feel like that was a weird storyline for Hayden. She she showed up. She was here what three weeks, if that. Well, and so that's Here's the my thing. I'm not I happy about you. that like, Hayden is not here now because I was under the impression that she was going to be here for a while. Yeah, so I think that storyline was kind of dumb. I'm glad that you got Violet. I'm not against. We all got the gift of Violet. She's adorable. And Finn, as much as I'm not in love with him as much as you are, he is a really good dad. And that's a cute interaction. But the actual storyline, yeah, I feel like it should have been written differently. But I just like, I don't know. I feel like this year was just a good year. My honest favorite is Ava. She's really, you know, she's killed it all year. Yeah. Anything that she has done. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just, I agree. Yeah. And I wasn't a fan of hers when she first came on. I was no. like, all right, you're here. She was just Julian's sister. She yeah. didn't have much substance to her. Yeah. And then when she hooked up with now to see her as like, a grieving mother and yeah. to see her as, and honestly, the bond that she is getting with Nina and Laura. Yes. You know, I know that there's still disdain in there. Right. But even her There's with, some real humanity. Yes. Even her with Avery, it has to be difficult to share custody like that because it seems like Sunny has her all of the time. Yep. But even then, she can see that that's what's best for Avery. She's not being the selfish Ava that we hated in yep. the beginning. Yep. So I'm with you there. And her nurturing Trina. I yes. think that she's, she was my best of 2019. She's my best adult and Violet's my favorite kid. <laughs> And Cam can be my favorite team. There, oh, we there go. you go. You get to pick one of each. I got to pick one of each. Okay. Do you want to pick anything else? No. Okay. <laughs> so what's your hope for 2020? I want to see the Trina storyline unfold. I don't know. If Give they Trina can. a family. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. And since they mentioned, I had called the whole DNA thing. Mm-hmm. And then they mentioned it, but then they let it drop. Like she mentioned it We're one stolen. random Saturday. Yeah. And it was gone. Like, yeah. they were in detention Saturday. Some random day. She was like, oh, yeah, I did this DNA test, and I have family somewhere around here. And then she never mentioned it again. Mm-hmm. And Stella found her cousin in France or wherever the heck she is, but never looked into the ties right there in Port Charles. That was weird. Well, she did. She said that they don't want to be connected. Oh, I thought that that was what the cousin in France had said originally. And then I thought it was the one in Port Charles said that they didn't want to be connected. Maybe. Well, then what's up, Trina's mom? There's a deep, dark secret there then. Exactly. We need Trina's family. Yes. Maybe it will come back to some of the old timers then. That would be great. That'd be fantastic. My hope for 2020. I want Willow and Chase to get engaged. I'm on team Michael get his baby back. Well, yeah. I mean, that's just a given thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm totally with you on the Trina thing because we talk about that all, all the time. I just think that would bring so many new characters to it life, would. too. They could bring in her parents, some siblings, different ages. Mm-hmm. Like, let's get these kids. I was disappointed. I know that obviously Oscar and Jocelyn were a huge storyline, but normally during the summer, they really focus on the kids because mm-hmm. that's when they get the TM yeah. viewers. And they didn't do that this year. Like we said, they barely even had a mention of Lila's kids where you normally see the teens out and about doing stuff. Right. So I would like, I really think that would get my kids hooked if they 
centered more on the teens and that yeah. would be fun for me totally selfish reason but it would no, be fun but you're for right. me yeah that Megan and Emily would want to watch then and that's like how I got addicted like I said I watched it here and there with my mom mm-hmm. and the stuff with Liz and Lucky and I know Karen and Jagger were a little bit older but still right you saw people your peers yeah going through stuff right I didn't want to watch you know at 13 I don't care what some 40 year old old ladies going through no <laughs> so yeah, more teen storylines. And I also, I don't know. I can't decide. Remember how we talked about Neil could have been Willow's dad and then said no. And then we were talking about like Nina could be Willow's mom. Yeah. I can't decide if I really want that to be. I mean, obviously she's not Neil's daughter. Like right. that was squashed. But I can't decide if I want her to be Nina's daughter. I feel like that'd be interesting because they clashed so much. And but I don't know if I want that to happen. I don't because I feel like that would be a redo of Bobby and Carly. Yeah. <clears throat> and we don't really need that. Well, except for she's not sleeping with Valentine. Well, thank God. But for the most part, yeah. the distaste for each other and having to overcome that, it's kind of an old storyline. Yeah. Besides the fact that it's just kind of, I know obviously that's the way that soaps work, but how perfect is it that out of all the kids in the world, yours just happened to move here right. from a cult, blah, blah, blah. Right. And Nina doesn't need that guilt. No. Not that it was her fault that her baby got put up for adoption because she was in a coma, but she doesn't need that guilt that Willow had to go through being in the car. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That because she gave her up, that's what she, quote unquote, got. Exactly. Nina doesn't need that. No. I agree. So I'm just going to tell you what you think. No, No, you don't want that to happen. And here's why. No, I like that we talked this out. <laughs> so we also did, we tried to do a count of different things that happened during the year. Yes. So we only had one baby. Which, it was Donna. Like we had more babies. But there weren't even like miscarriages or anything. So right. Not, which, which I'm happy And we had about. one pregnancy scare? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but still one baby. It, it feels like normally we have more babies than that. So we learned about one child. True. By works. We had six new people, Dev, Neil, Gladys, Dustin, Kendra, and Martin Gray. Mm-hmm. Seven returned either for good or for just a couple days. Yes. Tony, Jax, Dante, Griffin, Tracy, Brooklyn, and Hayden. Back from the dead. One. Just Nicholas. We had seven recasts this year. Yeah, that was a lot. James, Scout, Danny, Nina, Nicholas, Brooklyn, and Val. Yeah, I forgot about Val. Until so you did mentioned that. <laughs> Until you had mentioned it. That's another person. We haven't seen her in a while. Nope. She came in for donuts and then that was it. Yeah. What the heck? I don't know. She's someone else they could use. Mm-hmm. She was a, she's a good, she's been here long enough that she has like substance to her. Right. But they haven't developed her enough that they could really take her in any direction. Right. So they should work on that. Deaths. There was four. Oscar, Shiloh, Cassandra, and Kendra. And then presumed dead. It was true. Which is why we haven't had a funeral. I know, but still, <laughs> I'm just reminding you. That's why we didn't have it. You can read the rest. Um, wedding is Liz and Franco. That was like separate events. Wedding, wedding reception, yeah. blah, blah, blah. They went on. They carried that through. And then Mike and Yvonne, which was cute. Yes. And sad. Even though it's not legal, it was still. Yes. The whole ceremony was, it was needed. adorable. Yeah. And then Valentine and Nina making it to the altar. But they didn't finish it. So. No. That's where we're going to be now, right? Yeah. New Year's so Eve is that two and a half wedding? then? Yeah, right? <laughs> so it's two and a half weddings this year. 
or one and a half and a half because Mike's doesn't okay. really count either. And then divorces Dante and Lulu and engaged Finn and Anna, which I still don't know how I feel about about them. Now that he has Violet, I don't know. I don't trust that they're going to stay together if Kanan comes back. My personal opinion. And then left the show was Margot, Kim, and Hayden again. And then Sora asked in age, there was four of them, Danny, James, Violet, and Scout. And then you mentioned the fact that they had Peter so ridiculously old on that resume, which was funny, as 50. And then I didn't even attempt, and neither did you, all the multiple arrests. And if we pulled back all the people that are still in jail for who knows how long, we could be here for days. Yeah. So this year, we are going to keep better track. So at the end of 2020, we'll know how many people were arrested. I feel like that's going to be like every day. I know. So got arrested. Let's just call it right now. 365. Because <laughs> there's someone basically every day. We could do the person with the most arrests by the end of the year. There you go. There we go. So or who got arrested for the dumbest stuff because they like to arrest people. Yep. For whatever reason they feel. So that's it. Yeah, that's it. So thanks for recapping 2019 with us and looking forward to a great 2020. Happy New Year. Yeah. It will be the second when they're listening to this. Hopefully your hangover's gone. Yes. <laughs> There's a 2020 wish. Hopefully the hangover is over already. Yes. So have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.